ay nag-aaral pa in college. Isa ho sa mga binago ng Diyos sa buhay ko nung ako po ay naborn again, nung binigay ko po ang buhay ko sa Panginoong Yesus. One of the things that God overhauled and transformed in my attitude and my character ay yung pong aking ugali na pandaraya. Mahilig ho ako mangopia sa mga exam, sa mga quizzes. <laughs> so meron ako mga seatmate, meron din ako mga cheatmate. Ayan, ang college life. Ano? Tarangin mo yung katabi mo, ikaw din ba? <laughs> so those were, you know, my, my past and my old life nung hindi ko pa nakikilala ang Panginoon. But when I became born again, hindi mabilis na nawala. Dahan-dahang binago ng Diyos. Naalala ko pa nga min- minsan, tin- pinatawag ako kasi maagang natapos yung exam, nasagutan ko na lahat, at yung aking cheatmate tapos na rin. <laughs> so I gave the, oh, mom, tapos na po ako. Ang bilis mo naman, Mr. Carino. Ah, so, eh, kasi mahirap po, ma. mahirap pa, pinahirapan nyo kami, pero okay lang, no problem. And so the teacher was going through my answers and my seatmates, or my cheatmates' answer as well. Pinatawag ako, Mr. Carino, teka, bago ka umalis, can I talk to you for a minute? So I came to the teacher's desk and she said, parang nangopia ka. Sabi ko, mama, ikaw ha, judge ka masyado ha. <laughs> mama, hindi ako nangopia, pexman. No? Pag may nagpe-pexman sa inyo, cross my heart, medyo hindi totoo yun. <laughs> and so sabi ko, mama, why did you say that? She, she said, Kasi itong paper ni Mr. De La Cruz at paper mo, Mr. Carino, parang pareho eh. Ma'am, di naman, ikaw naman. Pareho kayo ng mali. <laughs> at pareho kayo nakapilido. <laughs> Kinopya mo pati pangalan niya. Sabi ko, ma'am, sorry. You know, but you know what turned my life around? There was this classmate of mine, very poor. Galing pa siyang Nobaliches. Walks all the way. Wala siyang pamasahe, pansakay ng jeep or, or LRT. Walks all the way to Recto. Recto yung aming university. Eh. Every day. And then he will stay up late just to memorize the words and to study hard to get a high score. Pero ako, ito nandadaya. Sabi ko, I was so embarrassed. Lord, here, here I am. I'm a born-again believer and I'm cheating. And that was the first time that I gave up. I mean, Lord, I surrender this bad habit to you. Change my heart. Hello? That is one thing that God does in our lives. Diba? Kapag si Jesus na ang Panginoon mo, kapag ka ang Diyos na ang sinusundan mo, maraming nababaklas sa ugali mo. Amen? Maraming nababago sa buhay mo. Maraming inaayos at itinatama ang Diyos sa buhay mo. And that is the encouragement of First Peter. Ang ganda ho ng series natin, ha? A Pilgrim's Life. Ang buhay ng isang manlalakbay, na isang tao na hindi taga dito, pero nakikidaan dito dahil meron siyang patutunguhan na mas magandang tahanan, mas magandang lugar. That's a pilgrim. We are all encouraged by First Peter na hindi na kayo taga mundo. Diba? Sabi nga ni Pastor Alan last week, kayo'y mga alien. Kagalitin mo ngayon katabi mo, sabi mo, alien ka pala eh. No, tayo yung mga dayuhan. Tayo, we are foreigners. We are strangers. We are passers-by. We are travelers in this world. We, this is not our real home. We are waiting for our real home, our heavenly home. Kaya ho, ang First Peter, napakaganda home paalala at pagtulak sa atin na Ayusin mo buhay mo. Kasi you represent a holy God. You represent a good God. You represent a God who is gracious and loving. So, yung buhay mo dapat nakaakma sa kung sino ka talaga. So today, we'll be diving into 1 Peter chapter 2. O chapter 2 na, kung na-miss nyo yung chapter 1, dalawa yun. So, panoorin nyo na lang ho sa ating YouTube. Pero this is beautiful, beautiful. Today, our discussion and reflection will be, dahil sa ating hope in Christ, we can live right in a world full of wrong. Pwede ba tayong mabuhay ng tama kahit napapalibutan tayo ng sandamakmak na mali? Kahit na ang gulo-gulo at masama at madilim ang mundo, can we live in light? Can we live in holiness? Can we live correctly? Yan. That's chapter 2. Alam nyo, ang First Peter ho, ang daming mga tema. There are so many themes in the book of First Peter when you examine it. It's beautiful. One of the themes of First Peter is Christians are chosen in Christ to be a holy nation. Tayo daw ay pinili dahil kay Kristo 
para maging bayan ng Diyos, to be the people of a nation of God, a holy nation. Isang tema rin sa First Peter is we are confident of our living hope because we have a living Christ. Dahil nabuhay muli si Jesus, tayo din ay babubuhay muli. Na tayo din ay may pag-asa na hindi kamatayan ng katapusan. Death is not the final word in our journey. Ang galing! Another aspect of First Peter is this. Christians are promised heavenly inheritance that can never perish. Kaya kung ang treasure mo lang sa mundong ito ay yung real estate property mo o yung bank account mo o yung beauty mo o yung health mo o yung strength mo o yung relationships mo or the things you have acquired in this world medyo hindi talaga tatagal but when your real treasure belongs in heaven yan yung sinasabi ng first peter we have a heavenly treasure na hindi inaagnas hindi inaanay hindi nauubos Bank account mo, ubus na. Real estate mo, nabibenta. Beauty mo, nagpe-fade. But there's a treasure that we wait for and long for. Yan, it's a heavenly treasure. Another aspect of First Peter is this. Christians are strangers in this world. Tayo daw ay mga dayuhan. We are foreigners. We are immigrants. We are not real citizens of this world. Hindi ka na taga-mundo. Taga-langit ka na. Yan, no? our true identity. And so we have to, we are, we are scattered, we are scattered in, every, in every part of the world due to persecution. Sa mundong ito, tayo aawayin, tayo ibabash, ikakancel because we love Jesus and we stand for God's principles. Diba? Another aspect of First Peter is this. Christians are called to live as people of God in a hostile world. Yan, ano? Ang mundong ito, kalaban ng Diyos. Pero dahil kakampi mo ang Diyos, kalaban mo rin ang marami sa mga tao sa mundo. And Christians are encouraged to endure suffering as we wait for our real home. Diba? Oh yeah. Cancers are not exempted. Christians are not exempted from cancer. Christians get cancer too. Christians are not exempted from bankruptcy. Christians are not exempted from unemployment or failures or broken marriages. Lahat daw yan tinitiis, tinatsyaga. The difference is we trust in the God who is bigger than our pain and our suffering and our problems. And that gives us hope and confidence. Nakakayanin natin at matitiis natin itong mga pansamantalang gulo at mga pait sa buhay natin. Amen? Praise God. Palapakan natin ang Panginoon. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. You are our hope. You are our confidence. Yun ho ang First Peter. So, mababahagi daw ang First Peter, the, bo- the whole book, into three parts. In chapters 1 and 2, actually talks about our salvation in Christ. What happened? Our new identity. Ikaw ay isa ng tinawag ng Diyos na kanyang bayan. You belong to God. You are God's precious possession. You are valuable. Yan, ano? Then chapters 2 and 3 talks about submission to Christ. Dahil na kay Kristo ka na. You follow Christ. You live like Christ. You love others like Christ. And you submit to the standards and principles of Christ. Tagasunod ka na nga ni Jesus eh. Mabuhay ka para kay Jesus. Ayan, ano? And then finally, First Peter ends, chapters 3 to 5, are suffering for Christ. Kung si Jesus nagdusa, dinuraan, minura, sinaktan, hinubaran, ipinahiya, pinatay, ikaw din. As followers of Christ, we are also called to suffer like Christ. And that is something that is precious for us because we follow the steps of the Savior. Yeah, that's First Peter. Oh, this is a good series. I hope you are able to actually go through each of the chapters and understand ano nga bang pinagagawa ng Diyos sa atin at inuutos ng Diyos sa atin. Ayan, this is exciting. Tandaan nyo to. Dahil sa ating hope in Christ, we can now live as redeemed people of God na umaayaw sa sin, nauuhaw sa word of God, napapalapit kay Jesus, at nababuhay for the glory of God. Kahit madaming pain and suffering sa ating mundo, yes, in Christ, we can live right in a world full of wrong. O nga no, Pastor Mike, paano nga ba yun? How do we do that? How do we live right in a world full of wrong? 
paano ba mabuhay ng tama para kay Kristo kung napapalibutan ka ng puro mali at puro masama at puro madaya at puro pangit? How can we do that? Minsan daw ho kasi ang problema, we live double lives. We don't practice what we teach. Yun ho yung first na sinasabi ni First Peter. Kapag ka na kay Kristo ka na, you can say no to sin. So that's the first way. How do we live right in a wrong world, or a world full of wrong? By discarding sin in our lives. Tanggihan mo ang kasalanan. Marami kasi minsan nakakalungkot, ano? maraming tinatawag na Tupperware Christians. Narinig nyo na ba yun? Tanongin mo yung katabi mo, Tupperware Christian ka din ba? <laughs> minsan kasi, parang we are, we are prone to hypocrisy. Kapag linggo, parang banal, ang bait-bait, ang saya-saya, nakangiti, mula tenga, sa kabilang tenga, ang ganda-ganda ng ngiti. Pero pag uwi sa bahay, demonyo pala. Kumasigawan si Yaya, wagas. Kung mapagalitan ng asawa, grabe. Kung masakta ng mga anak, parang hindi kristyano. Kung mabulyawan ng waiter, parang ikaw ang nagpapasiyahod. Kung masigawan ng security guard, parang ikaw ang Diyos ng kaling ito. Hello? Kung makapag-drive, para walang Kristo sa puso. Tanongin mo yung katabi mo. Tanongin mo. Parang ikaw yun ah. Ha? <laughs> Nasa Bible pala yun, Pastor Mike. Yes, First Peter chapter 2, verse 1 talks about Tupperware Christians. Huwag kayong ganon! Yung sabi ni First Peter. Sabi niya, sabi ni Apostle Peter, sabi niya, tigilan nyo na yung dati yung ugali. It's like, he says, get rid of that. It's a metaphor for changing of clothes. Parang, you remove. Hubarin nyo na yung mga ugali yung masama, maingitin, Puro marites at puro kasungitan at puro, puro kaplastikan. Wow! Verse 1 pa lang, sakit-sakit naman. Grabe talaga to Tinan niyo to Verse 1 says, So alisin ninyo sa buhay niyo ang lahat ng kasamaan. Huwag na kayong nagsisinungaling. Huwag na kayong magpaka-plastik. Huwag na kayong maingit. Huwag na kayong magbitaw ng mga nakakainsultong mga salita. Hello? Grabe. He talks about getting rid. Saying no. Leaving your old attitude and your old lives. Envious. Hypocrites. Insulting words. Ay grabe ako. Lumaki ako sa, sa bahay. Our family. Mga sarcastic ko kami magsalita. ba? Hinainang ka ng sinigang. Ang sasabihin, ang sarap naman itong nilagang ito. Kala mo pinupuri ka, inaasar ka pala. <laughs> ba? Bagong gupit ka! Uy, bagong gupit ha. Buhay pa ba yung gumupit? Patay na natin ha? ha? Masakit. Ano? Sabi ng insulting words. No? Apostle Peter says, You are no longer like that. The second thing he says, how do we live our lives right in a world full of wrong? Ito yung pangalawa. Ganda. Sabi niya, you desire for God's word. We do that when we are desiring for the word of God. Yung nauuhaw, nagugutom ka sa salita ng Diyos. Aralin mo ang salita ng Diyos. Yung ginamit niyang metaphor dito is like newborn babies. Para kay mga bagong silang nasanggol. Nauhaw, nauhaw. Sa gatas. So the Apostle Peter says, it's like your newborn baby's craving for spiritual milk. Tira nyo, sabi niya, gaya ng mga bagong panganak na baby, gustuhin nyo na laging uminom ng pure at spiritual na gatas para magmature kayo at maligtas. Sabi nga na sa scripture, na-experience nyo mismo kung gaano kabait ang Panginoon. Oh, these are two thoughts here. Number one, we crave and we long and we desire. Sabi niya, mauhaw kayo, napanapin niyo nga ang salita ng Diyos. The pure spiritual milk. And then, he says, natikman niyo na, ang sarap. Ang salita ng Diyos, ha, napanapin. Ito yung parang sinasabi ni, ni King David sa Psalms, I have tasted 
instead of your truth. Taste like honey to my lips. Lord, ang sarap-sarap. Ibasin niyo din, nagbabasa ng Bible eh. Nagbabasa lang kayo ng Bible paglinggo. Meron, nakakita ba kayo ng bagong panganak na kailangan turuan uminom ng gatas? Oh baby, bagong panganak. Oh anak, iinom ka na, inom, inom. Tuturuan kita paano? Hindi. Babies are instinctively looking for milk. Ganun daw sabi ni Apostle Paul. This is a powerful metaphor, ano? Babies, they know what they need. So tayo minsan, nakakalimutan natin na pag hindi mo pinapakain ang kaluluwa mo ng salita ng Diyos, pure spiritual milk that comes from God, when you don't feed your soul, you starve, you get sick, you get malnourished. Kaya marami daw Christians, very sad, ano? Mga malnourished Christians, spiritually starving Christians. Tinan mo yung katabi mo, tinan mo, tinan mo, sabi mo, mukha bang malnourished Christian? <laughs> Another aspect of this passage is this, you have tasted not only the Word of God, you have tasted the goodness of God. Oh! Natikpan nyo na kung gaano kabait si Lord. Hanapanapin nyo. I think it was A.W. Tozer who once brilliantly said, he says, Lord, I have tasted of your goodness and I was satisfied. Busog na busog ako, Lord. He said, I was satisfied of you, O God, and then I wanted more. And I'm thirsty for more. That's a paradox, ha? Nabusog ka, pero hinahanap-hanap mo pa. Oh, parang love, ano? Hinahanap-hanap kita. Di ba? Parang, Lord, I cannot get enough of you. When we live like that, ah, that's the second point of 1 Peter chapter 2. When we have an appetite for God, when we have an appetite for God's Word, then we live correctly. Then we live right in a world full of wrong. Whoa. Pero kung malayo ka sa salita ng Diyos, hindi ka umaattend ng Worship, hindi ko maatin ang life group, hindi ka nag-aaral personally, individually, reflecting on God's Word. Medyo hirap. Hirap mabuhay. Narinig niyo na ba yung tinatawag na bonsai Christians? ba? May mga halaman na bonsai. By the way, today, kasi birthday ko a few weeks ago, may nagrigalo sa akin ng bonsai. Ito, nandito, nandito sa harap. Ano? May nagrigalo ng bonsai kanina. You know, bonsai plants are interesting. Ano? They are plants that are... Oh, yeah. Thank you, Alex. Ha? Oh, mag- mag- magtatanim ka dito. <laughs> Ayan na, bonsai. Meron pang visual illustration. Bonsai plants, this is a five-year-old plant. Sometimes they are 10 years old, 20-year-old plants. Pero ang linggit-linggit. Ang liit-liit. Sa Japan, ang tawag nila bonsai. Sa Pilipinas, tawag natin pandakikong. Hello? Eh mga pandakikong daw ng mga Christians, ano? tagal-tagal ng Christian, tagal-tagal ng born again, tagal-tagal ng nagbabasa ng Bible, tagal-tagal ng nag-worship kay Lord. Hindi nag-grow. Hindi nagmamature. Ang yabang-yabang pa din. Ang sungit-sungit pa din. And so, Apostle Peter says, so that you will grow. So that you will mature. You crave for the Word of God. You crave for spiritual milk. Hi! And so I encourage you today. I pray that you pray for an, another fresh appetite for God's Word. Lord, parang tinatabangan na ako, parang nagsasawa na ako, parang wala na akong gana magbasa ng Bible, mag-reflect on the Word of God, at kumain sa salita ng Diyos. Give me an appetite again, Lord. Help me to hunger and thirst for your truth, for your word. Yeah, you know? And so, that is the second encouragement of First, of first Peter chapter 2. This is the next. Draw near to Christ. When we draw near to Christ, He is the source of our life and our light and our source of our goodness. So pag tayo ay lumalapit sa Panginoong Yesus, tayo ay lumalapit kay Kristo, 
tayo daw ay parang nabibigyan ng buhay na katulad ni Kristo. Actually, the metaphor and the imagery used this time are stones. If Christ is a living stone, buhay na ba ito? Nakakita na ba kayo ng living stone? Parang ano yun, parang oxymoron, ano? Kasi stones are not living in and of themselves. But living stones are found in rivers and streams. Yung mga stones na laging fresh, laging buhay. The minerals are always alive. And so sabi niya, Jesus Christ is the living stone. When you belong to Jesus, kapag kayo kumapit sa Panginoong Jesus, kayo nagtiwala kay Kristo, you become living stones as well. And God is building, yeah, no? in the old ancient times, what they used for temples and buildings are living stones. Buhay na mga bato, yung mga mahirap mawasak, mahirap magiba. And so he says, Apostle Peter says, Christ is the living stone and you are living stones in Christ and God is building a spiritual temple. May ginagawa ang Diyos na parang bahay. Isang templo, a spiritual house that nobody can see. It's an invisible structure, an invisible facility, a temple, a spiritual temple. And you are God's construction materials. Ang ganda. Ganda niyan, Pastor Mike, ha? Ang Diyos, kasi nung lumang tipan, meron tinatawag na physical temple. Maganda rin, ha? The temple of Solomon was the house of God. So pagka temple, talagang it was a sacred place. It was a respected place. It was considered holy. So bawal umihi sa tabi ng temple. Bawal mag-bark templo yan eh. It's just like, it's set apart. Iba yan. Sa ibang mga building. Ang daming mga building sa Jerusalem. But there's one building that is special. Ah, it's the house of God. Pagdating ni Jesus Christ, he built another temple. The temple was destroyed by the Romans in AD 70. No more. Until today. There's no temple of Solomon anymore. Wala, wala, wala. Apostle Peter says, but God is building. Ah, ganda. A new temple. It's invisible. It is spiritual. And you are that temple of God. You are the stones used by kayo yung mga materiales, kayo yung mga bato na ginagawa ng Diyos for this new temple. Basahin natin. Verses 4 to 9 says, Lumapit kayo sa Panginoon, siyang buhay na bato na nireject ng mga tao at binaliwala. Pero pinili siya ng Diyos at itinuring na mahalaga. Gaya ng mga buhay na bato, ah, kayo, kayo, we, it's Christians, Ipagamit nyo ang mga sarili nyo sa pagtatayo ng spiritual na temple. Bilang mga banal na priest, mag-offer kayo ng mga spiritual sacrifices na katanggap-tanggap sa Diyos dahil kay Jesus Christ. Ang galing! We are the spiritual temple being built by God. Tayo yung kinagamit ng Diyos para itayo ang kanyang bahay. We are the house of God. Amen? Sabi mo nga sa katabi mo, ikaw pala ay templo ng Diyos. You are a temple of God. Come on, tell, tell your seatmate. Diba? We belong to this beautiful body, this beautiful house of God. And people can see, people notice. Iba to. Iba to mga Christians na ito. Ah. Kakaiba. By the way, what's a cornerstone pala? For those who, of you who are in architecture or into construction, diba, pag gagawa ka ng pader, Mayroong sinisimulan, ano? ang tawag nila dyan, cornerstone ang tawag dyan. Yan ang pattern ng the, the, whole, the whole wall. And the whole building is patterned after this cornerstone. Kaya yun yung pinakamahalagang bato sa anumang building. So that is a cornerstone. Yan ang pattern, yan ang template on how you start the entire building. And the Apostle Peter uses this construction architectural metaphor to point to Jesus as the chief cornerstone. Sa madaling salita, babaksak yung building. Hindi maganda yung building. Pagpangit at mali yung cornerstone mo. Kung mali yung simula, kung pangit yung simula, kung magulo yung simula, magulo rin ang buhay mo. Magulo rin ang building mo. Magulo rin ang marriage mo. Magulo rin ang pamilya mo. Magulo rin ang business mo. Kasi mali ang simula eh. The cornerstone is wrong. 
Nagsimula ka sa pera. Nagsimula ka para sumikat. Nagsimula ka para palakpakan. Nagsimula ka para ikaw ay hangan. Nags- mali ang simula. But if the cornerstone is, is Christ, I live for Christ. I do it for Christ. Si Kristo ang dahilan ng aking buhay. Kung bakit ako nagtsatsaga at nagtitiis at gumagawa. Ah, if Christ is the cornerstone, our building is beautiful, strong, and perfect. So He calls us a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a chosen generation. Oh, these are these are powerful terms. Ano sinasabi ni Apostle Peter? Kayo ay mga pinili ng Diyos. Kayo ngayon ang mga pare na nagbibigay parangal at sakripisyo sa Diyos. In the Old Covenant, there is a special, there are priests. May mga pare na nagbibigay handog sa Diyos para mapatawad ang kasalanan at may mga pare na nagtuturo sa mga tao kung sino ang Diyos. So he's saying, now you, you are God's priests. You are God's chosen people. Dati wala kayong silbi. Dati hindi kayo kilala. Dati hindi kayo nakatanggap ng awa ng Diyos. Dati parang basura ang buhay ninyo. Dati walang halaga. But this time, because of Jesus Christ, you are now chosen. God has given us a new identity. And it's in a sense, sinasabi ni Apostle Peter, God is building a new building. The old building is gone. The old temple is gone. He's producing now a new building. A new temple. And that is where Jews and Gentiles and those who belong to Jesus Christ can shine as living stones, can shine as a chosen priesthood, a royal priesthood. Ang galing, ano? As a chosen nation, a people who belong to God. And that leads us to number four. Sinasabi ni Apostle Peter, how do you live right in a world full of wrong? Paano ka mabubuhay ng tama kung napapalibutan ka ng isang salibutan na puro mali? This is number four. He says, when you demonstrate who you truly are, your true identity, kung patunayan mo sa buhay mo, sa salita mo, sa ugali mo, na binago na ng Diyos ang pagkatao mo. When God has transformed you, you live it out. You show it to the world. You declare it to the world. In other words, parang sinasabi niya sa atin na, now you belong to God. Now you are a people of God. Hindi na kayo kasama sa basura ng mundo. Hindi na kayo dapat sumabay sa agos ng mali. Hindi na kayo dapat mabuhay sa kasalanan at sa kasamaan. Dapat natatanggal na yung mga ugali yung masama at masakit. Dapat nababawasan yung yabang, natatanggal yung sungit. Nas mas nagiging mapagpakumbaba. Ah, hello. And that is what it meant when the Bible says, you are chosen by God to declare His praises. You are now a holy nation. Isa na kayong pinabanal na mga tao ng Diyos. Tinan niyo to. Verse 9 to 10 says, Pero kayo ay lahing pinili. Mga priest kayo ng hari, ang banal na bayan ng Diyos, pinili para i-preach ang mga nakakabilib na ginagawa ng Diyos to proclaim the great works of God. Tinawag niya kayo galing sa dilim patpunta sa liwanag na sobrang ganda. He has called you from darkness towards His marvelous light. Sabi niya, dati, Hindi kayo bayan ng Diyos. Dati naman talaga, para kayong kabilang lang sa mga tao sa mundo. Pero ngayon, kayo ay bayan niya. You are now the people of God. You are now a holy nation of God. Dati hindi kayo kinaawaan. Pero ngayon, na-experience nyo na ang awa ng Diyos. This is amazing. Ano? God has given us a new beginning. God has given us a new identity. God has given us a new nature. Bago ka na. Tigilan mo na yung dati. Nilinis ka na. Huwag ka na bumalik sa basurahan. Iwasan mo na yung tuksong yan. Hindi ka na ganyan. 
binago ka na ni Lord. Ah, He's given us a new identity. He's telling us who we really are so that we can live out who we really are. Pero kung tutusin, pag tinanaw yung mga tao, kinumpara sa buhay mo, parang magkakamuka tayo, di ba? Pero hindi. Sa paningin ni Lord, iba ka. Mas mahalaga ka. May tanong ako sa inyo. Anong pagkakaiba ng sombrerong nasa kaliwa kumpara sa mga sombrerong nasa kanan? What's the difference between the hat on the left and the hats on the right? Notice, all of them probably are worth the same amount. Pag ka sa SM, 200 pesos, 300 pesos. The same material, same cloth. Maybe some cloth are better than the others. The same hats! And ang pagkakaiba na nasa kaliwa, Pastor Mike, why is the hat on the left special? Special nga ba? You look at the hats again, you notice, parang ang walang pagkakaiba. Parang pare-pareho. But the hat on the left, pakita nyo nga yung, yung slide, but the hat on the left belongs, oh, whoa, whoa. It's like the other hats, but it belongs to someone special. Whoa! And that makes it expensive. The hat on the left belongs to Michael Jackson. He used this hat of Billie Jean's and all his songs. It's a famed fedora hat with an estimated value. Wait for it. 60,000 to 100,000 euros. Can you imagine that? It's a $100,000 hat. Libang million sombrero rang. Hello? What's the difference? Pareho naman ng material. Pareho naman ng tela. Pareho naman ng amoy. Pareho naman may balakubak. But mahal ito. Why is this hat? Because it's owned by someone famous and special. Hey guys. When the world sees us, we're all the same. Kung nasa Pilipinas ka, pare-pareho tayong pangawang ilong. Pare-pareho tayong yung skin natin, mocha. Yes, di ba? Wow. Mocha. <laughs> Hindi, di ba? Naalala ko lagi yung ex ko eh. Pinagpalit kasi ko ng ex ko sa tall, dark, and darker. <laughs> and so, so sabi ko, maybe there's a better term na kayo mga, mga maiitim. Hindi, mocha. Yeah, no? So, Pare-pareho naman tayo itsura eh. Pare-pareho naman tayong pinagdadaan ng problema. We have the same health problems. We have the same struggles in life. We have the same temptations in this world. We have the same financial problems. We have the same business and company conflicts. We have the same marriage problems. Ha? Marami kong kinakaunsilan. Born again Christians, strong believers, gusto maghiwalay. It's the same problems we go through. What's the difference? Why is this hat more precious compared to the other hats? It's because we are owned by someone who sees us as precious and valuable. Kaya ako tingin mo sa sarili mo, Lord, wala naman akong kwenta talaga eh. No? Wala naman talaga akong silbi. Wala naman talaga akong halaga. First Peter says, you are chosen. Dati, wala ka talagang silbi. Dati, wala ka talagang katuturan. You are valueless. But because of Jesus Christ. Whoa! Dahil kay Kristo, you're now the most expensive being in the world. You were bought with the most expensive price. The blood of Jesus was shed for you. You were redeemed. You were declared a chosen nation, a holy people of God. Ibig sabihin, sa tingin ng Diyos, ang ganda mo, ang galing mo, mahalaga ka. Meron kang dahilan para mabuhay. You have a purpose, you have a meaning, you have a value for existence. Thank you, Lord. Palapakan natin ng Panginoon. Lord, whoo! praise God. Kaya huwag kang masyado nagpapatalo sa depression, Huwag kang masyado nagpapatalo sa mga bashing. Huwag kang masyado mapapektuhan pag people don't like you and people do not approve you and people do not love you and this world rejects you. 
because we have a better value, source of value, and source of worth. We have a different source of what's precious and what's not. And that is how God sees us. Napaka-powerful ng mga imagery ng First Peter, no? You are a chosen generation, a holy nation, a royal priesthood. These are all expensive terms. To assign to a hat. Apostle Paul also had similar language. Ano? He says, you are jars of clay. You are ordinary. Clay pots. Kay mga babasaging mga banga. Yari sa putik. What's different from this jar? From the other jars? You carry in yourself a treasure. Woo! Far more expensive. Far more valuable than your insecurities and your discouragement and then your wounds and your addictions and your hurts and all the garbage and all the pain in your life. You carry in you a treasure. That's also the language of First Peter. Ang galing! Ang galing! And then finally, the Apostle Peter says, how do you live right in a world full of wrong? He says, when you display God's glory to the world. Kung ipapakita mo sa mundo na nakakabilib ang Diyos, kung ang buhay mo ay nakakitaan ng ugali ng Diyos, ng buhay ng Diyos. Ang galing, ano? Arang, mga tao sa paligid natin, they will not read the Bible, but they will read our lives. Hello? No, when, you, when your kids come to you, Mom, Mommy, parang may nagbago sa'yo. Parang, ba't di ka na masungit? Daddy, Daddy, ba't, ba't di ka na nakikipag-away sa guard? Ba't di ka na nakikipag-road rage? Ba't di ka na nagbumura habang nagdadrive? What's, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Hello? But hindi na, pare, ba't hindi mo na, hindi ka na mayabang? Parang dati, yabang-yabang mo, ha? Ano ba nangyari sa'yo? What's, what's happening to you? And they notice. They notice the work of God in your life. Ang kaleng! Sometimes you don't have to speak. Kasi minsan speak ka ng speak. Puro ka Bible, Bible, puro ka. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Puro ka Jesus, Jesus. Yung buhay naman, yung ugali, ang layo kay Jesus. Ang kakapal ng Bible, pero kakapal din ng mukha. Hello? Galit na kayo sa akin, no? <laughs> diba? This is First Peter reminding us. Sabi niya, nakikiusap ako sa inyo. I, I, I plead to you, mga minamahal, bilang mga dayo at temporary na nakatira sa mundong ito. Huwag niyong pagbigyan ng masasamang pagnanasa ng katawan na lagi nakikipaglaban sa kal. Huwag niyong pagbigyan. There's, he says, there are evil desires, sinful desires warring against our soul. Say no! Huwag niyo nang pagbigyan. And then he says, mamuhay kayo ng maayos sa harap ng mga Gentiles. Gentiles are considered people who do not know God. Yung mga taong hindi pa kilala si Jesus, mamuhay kayo ng maayos pagkaharap niyo yan. Hindi naman Christian yan eh, huwag mo sungitan. <laughs> hindi pa niya kilala si Lord eh, huwag mong patulan. Umayos, sabi mo sa katabi mo, umayos ka. Christian ka eh. Yeah. That's First Peter. First Peter, he says, he says, you now belong to God. You're now a people of God. Huwag ka makipagbardagulan. Puro bashing here and there. Huwag ka na sumabay. Hi. Iba ka eh. You belong to a better nation. You, you belong to a better citizenship. You belong to a better nationhood. Ah, you are a holy nation. Galing ano? He says, para kahit nasiraan nila kayo at sabihin gumagawa kayo ng masama, makikita nila ang mga kabutihang gawa ninyo at pupurihin nila ang Diyos sa araw ng pagdating niya. Isn't this amazing? It's just telling us na yung mga tao sa paligid natin, ingatan natin ang ating ugali at galaw at salita. Pagkaharap natin yung mga tao hindi pakilala si Lord. Diba? These are our spouse, our children, 
who do not know God yet, or probably they are not yet wanting to go to church, or ayaw pa nilang basahin ang Bible, relax ka lang. Kumbaga, we show the good news before we tell the good news. Uy, ganda na na. We be the good news before we share the good news. They see it first. No, pare, para nagbago na buhay mo ah. Kakaiba. Yeah. Ano ba sikreto mo? Daddy, para nagbago ka na. Hindi na ikaw yung dati. Ano ba sikreto mo? Yeah, they see. Mommy, ano ba meron sa iyo? Ba't hindi ka na nang aaway? Ba't hindi ka na nang nagsusungit? Ba't ka na mayabang? Ah. Boss, may, parang may bago sa'yo. Your boss, your employer sees something different. Hindi ka na nalilate sa office. Hindi ka na nakikipag-away sa ka-office mate mo. Ano ba nangyari? Yan. They see God in us. Alam niyo, pagkakaiba ng dalawang coffee shops, isang coffee shop, pareho naman sila ng kape. Same taste. Parehong masarap yung kape. Pareho ng presyo. Kaya lang sa kabilang coffee shop, papasok mo, wala bumabati sa'yo, upo ka. Pag pinatawag mo menu, mga after two years, darating yung menu. Di ba? Pag tinanong mo, ah, ah, miss, ano bang, ano bang special, specialty nyo dito? Ano bang bestseller nyo dito? Ayan o, nasa menu, basahin nyo na lang. Ay, pag ginaganong-ganong ka, di ba? Eh, medyo tatabangan ka eh. Parang, oh, lipat na lang. Doon na tayo sa kabila. Ayan. Pero sa kabilang coffee shop, same, same price, same coffee. Pinipilahan. Why? Good morning, sir. How can I help you today? Ah, okay, okay. Ano ba yung bestseller niyo? Ah, bestseller po namin dito, cappuccino. Di ba? Salted caramel. Ito po yung kape na may asin. Ha, may asin? Wow. Kaiba yun ah. <laughs> Ah, uh, water, sir, while you're waiting? Oh, sige, sige, sige. Thank you, thank you. Whoa, it's the same coffee. The difference is, it's how you treat people. That's why it was Mahatma Gandhi, the Hindu, Indian hero who defeated the British Empire. Sabi niya, I almost became Christian. Muntik na ako maging Christian eh. You know what Gandhi says? He said, Jesus I like, Christians I do not like. Hello. Sabi niya, si Jesus gusto ko. Pero mga Christians, nagtidiscriminate. Ang yayabang. Sila lang daw ang tama. Sila lang daw magaling. Sila lang daw mahal ni Lord. Kami hindi. Yayabang nyo. Inapin nyo kami. Hello? So God calls us. Tandaan nyo to. Sabi, dahil sa ating hope in Christ, we can now live as redeemed people of God na umaayaw sa sin, na uuaw sa word of God, napapalapit kay Jesus at nababuhay for God's glory. Kahit madaming pain and suffering sa mundong ito, yes, in Christ, we can live right in a world full of wrong. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Let me end by telling you a story. There was once a teacher, medyo neophyte teacher, no? bagong teacher lang siya, nasa isang, isang, sa isang school, elementary school. He was assigned to a grade 6 section. Eh dahil siya ay baguhan, yung mga ibang teachers at yung, mga, yung principal nag-conspire against her. Oh, tika, baguhan to ha. I-initiate nga natin. Eh, parang may hazing sa fraternity. Ano? I-assign natin siya sa class na medyo lahat ng pasaway, lahat ng slow, nandoon. Lahat ng medyo, ang hirap turuan, medyo, ano ba, ang kukulit. Lahat ng mga gugulo, nasa section na yun. Ibang klase school na yun, ha? pinagsama-sama lahat ng mga difficult kids. So this teacher, this new teacher was assigned there. At winarning na siya, oh, teacher, warning lang ha, kasi nandyan sa class mo, lahat ng mga pasaway, lahat ng makulit, lahat ng magugulo, lahat ng mga difficult children, nandyan lahat yan. Kaya lahat yan, bahala ka na. So this teacher started his, her week miserable. So 
kinakausap yung mga estudyante niya. Good morning, mga pasaway at mga makukulit kong class. Sa mga estudyante ko, come in here, Mr. Pasaway. Dito ka, dito ka. Ikaw, Miss, uh, Miss Naughty Girl. No? Miss, Miss Magulo. Dito kayo, dito ka sa harap. Yung mga nakikinig, yung mga may hina. Ayan. So, that's how she labels them every day. And so, the kids act it out. Pasaway talaga, magulo talaga, slow talaga, hindi nakikinig and all. Mabababa ang grades, laging repeater, laging nagsa-summer class. Ay, nako, sakit sa ulo. One day, the school required everyone in, in the school to have an IQ test. Oh, guidance counseling office, nirequire lahat ng estudyante, all pupils, IQ test. And after a few weeks, the IQ test results came out and all of that. And then one day, some si teacher who had a, you know, the difficult kids in her class, was having coffee at the faculty lounge, saw a piece of paper on her desk. Sabi niya, uy, siguro ito na yung IQ test results ng mga estudyante ko. Grabe, grabe, grabe. I'm so excited. Ano kaya? Pero, naku, palagay ko, mga mababa IQ nito. Then he saw the names, and he saw, wow! Oh, 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 OMG! I cannot believe my eyes! Ang tataas naman ng IQ Ang taas naman ang IQ. Matataas pa sa IQ ko kasi alam niya IQ test result niya. Tataas naman ito. So she was so excited. It's like there was a light bulb. Bang! And he, she went to the class and she says, Class, class, you won't believe. You, you cannot believe. Sabi niya, ah, you are geniuses. You have all, all of you, all of you have high IQ test. From now on, I will call you geniuses. I will call you smart boys and girls. I will call you brilliant and excellent kids. Araw-araw. For the next few days, the next few weeks, the next few months. She calls them that. Good morning, Mr. Smart Boy. Good morning, Miss Genius. Oh, dito, dito. You brilliant kid here. Come here. Come on. He, she does that to every one of them. Parang the entire atmosphere of the class changed. Then sa teacher na to, na sobrang excited, masayang, proud, na proud siya. I'm so proud of all of you. I love you. Something happened. The next few weeks, all the children behaved better. Wala na nag-aaway, wala na nagsasabunot, wala na nagbabasa, wala na nagbabandalay sa toilet na mayroong XOXOOX. Wala na nang magandang drawing. Wala na naglalagay ng chewing gum sa, sa pwet ng upuan ni teacher. Wala. Wala na nagkakalat, wala nang late. And their grades, their grades miraculously are turning around. Tumataas ang grade, nagkakaroon ng award, nagkakaroon ng ribbon, nagkakaroon ng trophy, nagbo-volunteer, nagiging varsity, nagiging sumasali sa essay contest, sa declamation contest. Then they move to the next level, they get medals, they get top 10. Naging valedictorian yung iba, yung iba naging suma cum laude ng college. They, they had careers. They had doctors, engineers, nurses, business leaders, scientists. Galing. Amazing. But the teacher had a secret that she never told the students anymore. A few weeks after the discovery, she was bragging to a fellow teacher in the faculty lounge. Teach, teacher, lika dito. Ha-ha. Hapansin mo ba to? These are IQ test results ng class ko. Hindi pa lumalabas. Ito na nga, oh. Oh, and the co-teacher, what, do you, what did you say this is? IQ test results of my... Yung class mo nga yung pinakamahina, eh, di ba? And the co-teacher says, these are not IQ test results. Notice, you failed to read. Locker numbers. Mm. But the teacher, oh, locker number lang pala to. She never told the students. Because their lives are changing. They're doing good. They're succeeding in life. Their grades are spinning upwards. Grabe. Because of the power, for the first time in their life, somebody believed, mahalaga ka, hindi ka basura. May nagmamahal sa'yo, hindi ka walang kwenta. 
their suicidal tendencies stopped. Their addiction patterns stopped. You are precious. You are not a waste. You are not a nobody. That's First Peter chapter 2. You are declared precious. Even when nobody likes you, pinagtatawan ng ka, hindi ka pinapansin, pero mahal ka ng Diyos. At mahalaga ka sa Diyos. Huwag kang susuko. Huwag kang bibitaho. Huwag kang aayaw. Some of you, you need to hear that right now. That's First Peter chapter 2. Let's all stand. Let's pray. Tayo pong lahat ay tumayo. Tayo ay manalangin. Thank you, Lord. Salamat po, Panginoon, sa paalala at sa iyong mensahe sa amin sa araw na ito na kami, Panginoon, ay yung bayan. Kami po, Panginoon, we are the people of God. We are redeemed by the expensive blood of Jesus. We are rescued from darkness to the light. Panginoon, kami po ay mga taong may pag-asa. Kami po, Panginoon, ay yung mga niligtas, pinatawad, pinawalang sala. Kami ay yung ginawang bayan mo. We, be, we now are the holy nation, a chosen generation, a people of God because of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, the cornerstone. Jesus Christ, the living stone. Jesus Christ, the foundation stone of our lives. At kami ay kabahagi, Panginoon, ni Kristo. We can declare your glory to the world. We can shine your light to the world because of who we are. Dahil kami ay kabilang kay Kristo. Pwede kami mabuhay para kay Kristo. Kahit ang mundo ay punong-puno ng mali. Kahit ang aming lipunan ay punong-puno ng masama. Kahit ang aming paligid ay punong-puno ng basura at madumi at pangit. We can shine the beauty of God. We can declare the glory of God. And we can preach the wonders of God. Ha! Thank you, Lord. Akapin mo po ang lahat ng nangihina, Panginoon. Palakasin mo po ang lahat ng mga gusto ng sumuko. At lahat ng feeling down, feeling depressed, feeling discouraged. Akapin mo po. Bulungan mo nga po kami, Panginoon, ulit kami ay mahalaga kami ay minahal mo at kami ay hininsan hindi mo tatalikuran kahit talikuran kami ng mundo thank you Lord praise God